Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show I'm going to be talking to the author of the best-selling book, Oh Shift. <laughs> uh, please help me welcome Jennifer Powers. How are you Jennifer? Hello, thank you, I'm well. Thanks Natalie. Uh, I am looking forward to getting into uh, into the, our show today because we're going to be talking about how just to shift a perspective, uh, your, your perspective can actually shift your life. Which, uh, yeah, and, and it's it's something very simple, but something that a lot of people overlook. Um, but before we get into that, why don't we talk about your story and background and how you got into into writing this book? Wow. Well, to keep a long journey short, I I found coaching sort of serendipitously. You know how the universe works, Natalie. It just sort of things find you much easily, much more easily than um, you can find it, and. Coaching came to me through uh, my speaking, so I decided that I wanted to be a speaker. So I thought, well, how do I do that? And I said, well, I'll just call myself a speaker. I'm motivational. And so I had these business cards made up that said, Jennifer Powers, speaker. And so I went on this this awesome speaking tour with Monster.com, and in that um, experience came this little earth angel. I don't remember her name, but she was so excited because she had found this awesome thing called coaching, and we all looked at her and we said, what sport? You know, this is back in 2005, and so it was this life coaching, and I thought, oh, that sounds perfect, because I have historically been a self, self-help self guru. I'm sort of like, you know, I only read books that are going to benefit myself. <laughs> it's like almost obnoxious, but... Um, and so I thought, well, that's perfect. I can mix the, the coaching with the speaking, and it, it'll all work out. And sure enough, it did. And then I, I again, met another individual who helped me realize that there was a greater audience to serve than just the, the audiences in front of me or my coaching clients. And he, he made me recognize that there was a book in me. And there's a book in all of us, right, Natalie? Mm -hmm. I mean, Certainly. And so he helped me um, come to terms with that I have this this voice and this message and also this real drive to, to help people figure out that they have more power than they could ever see possible. <laughs> awesome. So uh, tell me about O-Shift. So what, what is the main message that you have in the book? Yeah. O-Shift is about choice. It's about exercising your power of choice. It's about realizing that your personal power is yours and that you get to do with it what you choose. You get to choose your words which create your reality. You get to choose how you react to things that are going on in your environment and that creates your reality. You get to choose whether or not you're going to take the victim role or the victor role, right? So it's all about exercising this birthright which is your power of choice. And when you realize that, and you say, oh, shift with the F instead of without the F, then you can create a domino effect of awesomeness. And it's all within your control. Right. Because uh, when I think of this, I think of how, um, you know, a lot of people go, oh, my God, this person at work, they're pushing my buttons. They're, um, you know, they're, they're really making me upset. Um, but really, that in itself is a choice because it's not, no one can make you feel anything you, whether you consciously or unconsciously, choose to feel that. Is that what, is what you cover in the book as well? 
Yes, one of the favorite, I think, most quoted parts of the book is um, a page that all it has on it is, things don't happen to you, for you, or against you. Things just happen. It's how you react to those things that gives you control of your life. And, and so people don't do things to you. No one's doing anything to you. No one's making you feel a certain way. Or it's, it's things that people are just having their life experience, right? And we get to decide to be in acceptance or be in flow with that or to resist that. And when, it's when we resist it, when we're saying, oh, shift without the F, we're in resistance. That, that's what creates the, the turmoil and the disruption and and disharmony right and we don't we don't need to experience that right <laughs> it sounds so simple right <laughs> but the thing is it can be when you know yeah you know, it can be when you know so tell me some of the uh, some of the perspective shifts that you you know go through in the book that that are very common that most people you know are living right now yeah yeah i think when when we realize that someone um for example, a boss, like I, I tell a story about uh, a boss that I had that was just for me the she-devil. You know, I mean, she was the devil of all bosses and she made my life, she made my life miserable, right? Um, and I tell this story from a true, that was my true perspective, like it was her fault that I was miserable, my hair was falling out, you know, I lost a lot of weight, I mean, my husband was miserable because of it, my dog was miserable, I mean, there was... There was no stopping the misery that this woman was causing. And I think a lot of people fall into that. And what happens is when you realize she wasn't really doing anything to make me miserable. I was choosing to allow her to be, you know, to let me be miserable. Or anything from that to, um, you know, when we look at ourselves, the way we look at ourselves and through um, the lens of our own judgment, you know, like our body image. I talk a little bit about that just because it's something I've always struggled with in my life that, you know, it's how you choose to speak to yourself about yourself. And when I realized the things that I was saying to myself were only creating more of that, right? So if I say to myself, you know, you're fat, then I'm just really calling in more fat <laughs> you know so it's like you say whatever you say you attract to you this is simple law of attraction but it's um, interesting Natalie how people learn through stories and I and I love sharing a lot of that uh, in my book so, so let's talk about this body image thing because I think a lot of us me included go through moments of this so how do you shift your perspective so let's just say that we you get up in the morning and you're looking at your body you're just going oh my god I need to need to stop eating cakes, I need to do whatever. Yeah. How do you shift your perspective to something that's going to be more empowering? Ah, uh, if I had that in a bottle, I'd be a billionaire. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I think that there's something very important that a lot of people, they say, they say, oh, just change your words, just tell yourself you're beautiful and you're thin. I, I think that's a big leap that a lot of people are challenged by. So one thing that I believe is very powerful, and I work with clients on this, is identifying how that belief serves you, right? What is in it for you to continue to believe that you are fat or see yourself as fat, right? So there's a, there's a serving. It's like it's called a secondary gain, right? And I don't, I don't pretend to know much more about it than the name, but... Um, there's a story of a woman in the book who was carrying an extra 20 pounds around because 
she felt like that was because um, she was very beautiful on the outside, right? Her face was very beautiful, and um, she was afraid that if she was thin and beautiful, that women wouldn't like her. And she was in a very competitive uh, field in in banking, and so she felt if she shed the twenty pounds, she would be more approachable. I mean, she would be less approachable. So she kept that weight on, right? There are like a dozen million things or reasons that we keep things around, even if they don't make us happy. They're serving us at some level. So, like, what is it protecting you from? What is it helping you avoid? What is it? Uh, how is it serving you? There's a million things that we need to search, um, and when we find that, we can then sort of lift the covers off of it and be free of it, a little more free. Yeah, I know. When I uh, when I was battling with weight as well, I used to find that I was very judgmental of other women. Like I'd look at other women and start picking yeah. their bodies apart, yeah. but only because it was a reflection of what I was thinking about myself. Yes. You know? And so all I was doing is like I've got toxic thoughts going out about other people. I've got toxic thoughts about myself. So yeah. no wonder I couldn't lose weight. Yeah. yeah because yeah, it was yeah. like this vicious cycle that was just going around. So it was just like I was keeping it on. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So. Um, yeah, go ahead. Because your words, because your words and your thoughts are energy, right? And you're, you're putting that energy out into the world, so you're just attracting back similar energy to 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 manifest it. It's it's so true, and I think you're right. The more we are critical of others, we are. It is a reflection of the criticism we have um, on ourselves. It's so true. So imagine, like, if you could just look at women. I, I think this is a really great um, tip and a great point that you bring up. Um, people say, "Well, it's really hard for me to accept myself." I say, "Well." What if you just started accepting others first, like practicing that acceptance on others? So looking at a woman who might be a few pounds overweight and going, wow, she sure is pretty, or she sure is sweet, or she sure is whatever. And then removing that judgment in your outside, it might be become a little bit easier to do it to yourself, you yeah. know, when you exercise that muscle, you know? Yeah, I actually went through a, a process where I would, it was like, I, I actually wore like a rubber band on my yeah. wrist. And so it would remind me that when I was having a, like standing in line or doing whatever, having having a moment, that I would purposely start to look for good things in other people around me. Uh, whether it was what they, how they had their hair, whether it was how they were speaking to their child. It could yeah. mean anything, but I was always looking for the good, um, yeah. which helped to shift that about other people, and which of course helped to shift it about myself. Which it's was true. Because and I think I think in that though we have to be kind to ourselves because there are. Things that go on, like, I don't know whether it's hormonally or environmentally or something that um, we need to be kind to ourselves if we wake up one day and that's just not the easiest thing to do. Do you know what I mean? So it's not only like not judging others and, and being looking for the good in others, but being kind to ourselves and non-judgmental when we, when we can't quite climb that mountain one day, you know, because there's just some days. Have you ever had those days where you're like, I just can't see any good and yeah. that's okay. <laughs> I know. Right now, actually, I'm I'm actually uh, scheduled next week to go in for a knee operation. Oh. Uh, but of course, it's been very bad for the last. I haven't exercised for the last four months, so I'm putting on weight, and I have to really be conscious about. Okay, now this is temporary. 
yeah, yeah. I'm going to get your knee yeah. fixed. It's going to be great. I'm already visualizing myself back out running again and doing all those amazing things and keeping that vision so that it's like, okay, this is temporary because I um I have my girlfriend's call it the I love you diet. Uh, and uh, so I actually got into a habit and I think a lot of what you're talking about with our shifting of our perspective, it's yeah. kind of a conscious activity in the beginning but then it will and then it will eventually become unconscious. Yeah. But I get up every morning and when I look at myself in the mirror, I say I love you and I say it with conviction. Like I, like I feel love for myself when I get up in the morning mm-hmm. um, and that helps to permeate through the rest of my day. Yeah. So do you suggest little habits and, and practices for people in the book as well? Oh yeah. First of all, you gotta say "oh shift" because I, I think that when you wake up in the morning and you you're challenged by you want to say "oh shift" without the F, and you know the moments I'm talking about. It's sometimes just saying something like "I love you" or "oh shift" out loud to yourself, write it down, whatever, um, is very very powerful because then you know what you say affects what you think, what you think affects how you feel, what you feel affects what you do, and and what you do affects, of course, the day you're going to have. So saying it is really important. Important. And even if you, if, it, if if at first you just can't find anything that you love about the, you know, I, I said to my husband, we wake up and we're like, okay, are we happy? Like, are we happy right now? Is today going to be a happy day? And sometimes it's like, mm, not so much. I'm not feeling real happy. And it's at that moment where you go, okay, first of all, I don't have to be exuberant. I just have to be like, okay, so let's find something that is good, right? Let's find something that I can love about this moment, whether it be the soft, warm sheets that are enveloping me, you know, or my hair, like, you know, whatever it is, like, find something and then allow it to to bleed out through the rest of your um, being. Yeah, because what we're talking about here is the law of vibration. Yes, yes. You know? And when we're in a higher vibration, then, then we are in flow. Mm. Everything becomes easier. And, you know, and there are sometimes when, you know, we're grieving or things have gone bad or something's happened, sorry about that, mm-hmm. um, and things have happened and, and we're, we are in that funk. And, you know, and, and I think it's okay to go through that. There are some things that we really need to move through. Um, but then just do anything. Like if I'm having, if I've, I've had, I know I was grieving not long ago, a friend of mine um, passed away. And so I would go out walking in the morning until I felt better. And I'd walk out along the beach. And, and it's something small, but I needed to get from this vibration up to this higher vibration, um, just doing anything yes. you know, so that we can actually get, start to move through the day in a much more powerful way. It's true. It's true. During my, um, I went through a, a very dark time during a depression, um, during a divorce. I was very depressed. And I remember getting up in the morning and just wanting to cry. And what I would do is, I didn't even know, like, I, no one told me to do this. I just, it sort of felt like very needed. And so I would look in the mirror and I was, when you, when you're about to cry and you could just like let it go or you could hold it in, whatever. Well, I didn't want to do either of those. I wanted to, switch it and I wanted to shift it and so I said I just looked in the mirror and I go I'm okay I'm okay I'm okay I'm okay I'm okay I'm good it's all good I'm okay right and it was it was literally like I would say it at Natalie like maybe I don't know 50 to 100 times until it switched like something just clicked and then I was really okay I wasn't shoving it down and I wasn't letting it out I was I was reprogramming my my belief about what I was it was really powerful and back to what you said in the beginning, you were making a choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. 
so true. Oh, Jennifer, it's been amazing having you here today. That was, was all, I love it when we have like easy breezy conversations like that. Yeah. We're on the same page. Um, yeah. So if people wanted to connect with you or get the book or whatever, where can we send them to do that? Yes, please, please visit oshift.com. And the reason I say please is because you get to download Oshift for free. You guys, go do this. Yeah, we decided we really want this to be a movement. We want everyone to exercise their power of choice, everyone to choose joy. And if we're going to put our money where our mouth is, we need to give that book away. And so you can get the digital download at oshift.com, and you can find out all the other ways you can join the movement there. Wonderful. And guys, if you click on the banner either to the side if you're watching this online or below if you're watching this on the app, you'll be able to go straight through to Jennifer's website from there. So thanks again, Jennifer. It was so awesome talking to you today. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Now, I encourage you to share this video. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Um, and also leave your email if you haven't done so already so I can send you the Manifesting with a Master's video e-course, which is valued at $87, but I'm going to send it to you for free. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.